our brains are not that smart. We think they are, but actually infinite intelligence has way more possibilities than what our brains can put on. And what our brains do is they put a period and they conclude. Our brain wants answers. And when we're willing to not have the answer and to have the awareness, because answers and awareness are different. And some people say intuition. And for me, the word awareness is a little more lighter, but awareness is like you knowing. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hello. Oh my God. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited you're here. This is by far one of my most favorite interviews to have done so far. Um, truly love this woman. I really can't even wait. I'm going to dive into her, her, um, intro in a second, but first let me just say, I'm so happy you're here listening. Um, you know, you could be doing a lot of things right now and you are listening to this podcast. Um, and I know it's because you're looking for just a little something to get you through your day, something to remind you of who you are and why you're here. And, um, and so I'm so grateful that you are taking your time. Maybe you're on a run or a walk or doing errands and, um, I'm happy to be in your ears. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hello, I'm waving right at you. When I, um, when I think about the different people that I want to speak to, to bring to you, um, part of it is, um, my own, like, Oh, I really want to talk to this person. Cause I want to, I want to know what there's, what's going on in their mind. This woman, um, you'll hear it in the interview, but she, she truly, um, changed the way I thought about things in the morning in one day. Um, we, uh, we were on a, sh- on a photo shoot and you'll hear the whole story in the interview. So I want to give it away, but I'm not kidding because of that moment, it changed how I ask questions, what I do and, um, how I approach so many things. It's, and this is what's so fun. You can feel like you are freaking absolutely 100% awesome. Cause you are, and you can feel like you're not, and that's okay, but you are awesome. And I'm so happy you're here. So you can hear that reminder from me and the guests, but you can feel like you're there. And then there can be this other little, like little thing that someone says that like just moves that needle forward in a different way that tells you maybe instead of looking straight ahead, you're looking a little bit to the left and it's like, Oh, there's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's like the missing link. And so, um, here, let me just edify her. Cause she's freaking awesome. Please look in the show notes for her full, um, for her full, amazing, incredible, 100% bio that will just have you going. Yeah wow, she has been awesome since she was a little girl. And maybe it will help you think about your whole life and journey and what got you to where you are right now when you hear and read her bio. Cause it's like, oh, look at all the things that make you who you are. So Joanna Vargas creates her life. A powerhouse entrepreneur right out of high school, Joanna never worked corporate and chose the path less traveled. At 20 years old, she formed her corporation, took all of her savings and produced a dance showcase in Hollywood called The King of Pop. With Joanna's quick, some might say crazy work ideas, this venture quickly turned into a dance competition called Max Out, which uh, now going on its 20th year. Using keen street smarts and with no professional business training, she created JV Dance Studio by the time she was 24 and built that business to 700 students. 
A true serial entrepreneur, Joanna sold that dance studio and prepared to design her next download from the universe. Joanna recognized a gap in conversations about mindset and physical form when it came to fitness and responded with a solution. The Fit Factor Studio, a wildly successful brick and mortar fitness studio, catering to women, their mindset and living fully. In the process, Joanna's own work-life philosophy built on the principles of asking better questions and getting really curious about life inspired her to make the choice to close the physical doors and go completely virtual with the Live Fully Academy. Now serving women all over the world with her three Fs, form, fundamentals, and fun, a new thought leader for Gen X and millennial women. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Um, Joanna has two new podcasts, The Get Up Girl and Dance Your Life. I'm so excited. I need you to listen to this whole interview. She is fire. We go all over the place um, together. I feel like we are definitely sisters in a past life. Um, we have a lot of fun chatting about different things. And I, I really want to make sure that you hear her tips at the end because she is not just a girl who talks the talk and inspires. She is a girl who has super actionable things that if you start to do incorporate in your life, even one of these things, I know it's going to help you prioritize yourself in a different way and really make sure that you are I mean, living full out, like she says. Also, I, I, I don't want to, this is the hardest thing. It's like introing these episodes and not giving away all the things, but I can't even wait for you to hear something she does with one of her friends that I, I swear I may have to do this with, um, with my husband on a monthly basis. We just have a date doing this thing. Cause it's like just such a fun way to look at the future of your life. And I can't even wait for you to listen to that. So with that, we'll be right back for the full interview after this message. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, everyone. I have the Joanna Vargas here with us today. Y'all, I'm so grateful. When I met this woman, <laughs> um, we were in a mastermind. There was like 50 people, but we kept getting paired together. And there was something about her that I just wanted to know more about. And the way things worked out, because even though we both lived in LA at the time, you just don't see people who live in LA. <laughs> It's like, it's not really like that easy. And so anyways, <laughs> it's right. It's just not like, you're like, oh yeah, I live so close, but you'll probably see the people who live out of LA more often than you see those that live in it. And um, traffic is real. And, uh, and then when the mastermind ended, I really was a bit bummed that I didn't get to know you more. And so we were luckily paired up on this shoot one day with Girl Squad Inc. And I don't know if you know, but I was having a really low day that day. It was just not not my best day. And I had texted Monica. I said, my higher self is like not showing up <laughs> to the shoot. I'm hoping by the time the makeup and clothes come on that like, I'm going <laughs> to be it. Um, but I just want you to know if I'm a little low, that's what's going on. Anyways, there is no way to be low around you because you, um, you just exude love, joy. And, and I know that it's not Um, it's not always easy to do those things, but you really show up with that um, energy and I couldn't help, but like get into it too. And we got to have dinner together and you told me about, I wonder, and how does it get better than this? And so I want to give you a moment to introduce yourself, but I just have to share that because 
as you listen to this, if you're wondering like, why do I love this woman so much? This is, you'll, you'll know why. Cause I love her since the day that we sat down and I even have a tattoo on my hand <laughs> because of her, because, because you, um, really made me um, have a possibility to step higher into myself and more into myself. So thank you for being here. Will you tell people, will you tell everyone who you are and, and how you got to be so awesome? <laughs> Ashley, thank you for that. I really appreciate you saying that and that we were able to connect that day because I totally get what you said out of 50 people. And then, you know, what a possibility that you and I connected And um, I am a born entrepreneur. I've never gone corporate. I started a business as soon as I was 18 years old. I was always very different. So since I was a very young girl, I was always very aware, Leslie, but pretending I wasn't. And really pushing and mutilating myself into this form and structure of what this reality says a woman or person is supposed to be. And I just always felt like uh, just different and awkward. And as I've become to realize who I am as an entrepreneur, I've fallen in love with myself and I've fallen in love with the process and the journey. And now I share it with others because what it is, it's truly happiness. And it does sound cliche, Leslie, like happiness. And how the hell do I get it, Joanna? Like, okay, I get it. And what I love to do is actually break it down for people. So it's not a Instagram quote tile. It's not a philosophical think positive because some girls, I mean, some days, you know, we don't want to freaking think positive. I want to punch somebody's you know, throw it out. And like, then I feel badly because I'm not thinking positively. Right. And then I judge the hell out of myself. So that's, that's where I am right now. And still in the entrepreneurial game, I've owned a dance studio, a fitness studio, produced large events. And here's the difference, Leslie, I used to only see myself as that person. And now I see myself, I'm not even sure yet. The question now is who am I? where before I thought that's who I was and that's it. And I was only defined by what I created in this planet. And now it's like, who am I today? And that's who I am. So many things that I resonate with in there, and I'm sure others do, but I love that you shared so open and honestly about the who am I, because I that question I think is, it's kind of a detriment. Like we're all supposed to know who we are. And I think it's so easy to then just put a label on yourself. Um, right. Like I'm just a Pilates instructor when I'm not just a Pilates instructor. And it's like, I'm just a business coach. Well, I'm not just, a, and that's, and so it's that I feel like it's probably a journey and I'll learn who I am. Um, when I'm looking down at the funeral of people talking about who I was. <laughs> I love that Leslie. Oh my gosh. Can I jump into a story? Because yeah. just the other yeah. night I was talking to my boyfriend, totally. Um, actualized him as well. We could talk about that. And we were talking about how he had labeled me already. And it was interesting that we had this awareness that I shared something with him early on in the relationship and that he had unconsciously labeled me that way. And now he's tiptoeing around me, not wanting to say something because I am this person. And I said, look, hon, I am going to change every day, every five seconds, every five minutes. So ask me a question because when you don't ask me a question, you automatically think I'm that same person. And let me tell you, in a year, in 10 years, when I'm 85 years old, I'm going to be so different. 
please don't put me in a box, in a label. And what I thought, Leslie, was like, oh my gosh, I had this big awareness. I've done this to past relationships, men, women, it doesn't matter, you know, romantic, business-wise. I meet them. So let's say, Leslie, I met you. And now I go, she was like this on day one. So now she has to be like that every single day for as long as I know her. Rather than allowing, having the allowance for her to grow and I'm growing. So I do that to others. People do that to me. And I'm like, so they met me at 18 and I'm supposed to be the same person I was when I was 18. And so I I really see that we have these expectations on people, on relationships, and it's it's really been in my world lately. That, um, Joanna, that took me back to this time. I remember, I didn't know a lot about who I was yet because I was in college, but I was going back to my hometown. I'm from a very small hometown and the girls get pregnant pretty young and married. And that's kind of the thing. And I like, I got out. I mean, if you don't know where I'm from, there's a town called Lodi. Someone wrote a song about it, about how Lodi. Not, like, oh Lord, yes. got stuck in Lodi. Lodi. Again, like, yes. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot get stuck in this town. And, um, and so when I came back, I was just about to graduate college actually it was there for a graduation and i was managing a jewelry store so like here i am like not even 21 yet i'm managing a high-end accessory store in orange county at south coast plaza like oh, yeah. in my little town life i'm like i've made it you made right? it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it um and i was i was excited to go to this graduation because i was going to see people from high school and i was like oh my god when they ask like because i i grew up very awkward i did not feel like i belonged in high school i'm sure everyone thought i did and we all think we don't belong right but i really didn't feel that um for so many reasons and uh so here i am i've made it i can't wait to tell people that like i'm this big time jewelry store manager right in 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 orange county and i live by the beach and i see this girl i've known since sixth grade and she has um She's got two kids. It's been three years, and I think she's pregnant with a third. And she said, "Oh my gosh, Leslie Logan." I said, "Hi," you know. And she goes, "What's going on?" And I said, "Oh, I, I'm a jewelry store manager in Orange County. I'm going to this college. I'm almost. I got one more year left. I live by the beach. It's so fun." She's like, "Oh, that's it." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so cute. <laughs> it's so funny because like the labels we put on people. You yeah. might think the label you've even put on yourself is yeah. like spectacular and it sucks to somebody. So it's just right. so fun. And from that moment on, I was like, whoa, whoa, who, who, what am I trying to do here? And uh, so that just took me back because it's funny. People put labels on us and we can put labels on people or ourselves. And it really doesn't do right. anyone a good job. Yes. Right. In a box. What's right. What's wrong. It's like, it's exhausting. Oh my gosh. That's a great story. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That was like my little little angel going, sit down, girl. You're not there yet. (laughs) We got things to do. Um, So I, um, you know, you say you're a born entrepreneur and this is something that I think is, is really cool because, um, you know, everyone look in the show notes, her bio is freaking awesome. Inspirational. What, what she has done. Um, I'm sure people have these stories, but when they were little kids and they like sold lemonade, like what was it that made you want to be an entrepreneur at 18? Did you know what it was? Yeah. I had already started when I was gosh, six or seven. I used to go to my neighbor's houses and pick their avocados from their trees and put it in my little red radio flyer. And then I would go back to their house, Leslie, and sell it back to them for like 50 cents. <laughs> I was just a hustler. I was a little hustler before Jayla was a hustler. And I, but I didn't realize what I was doing. 
I was always creating, Leslie. Whatever it was, I was going to create something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sell this. I used to go, we used to go to Mexico. We were a little kid, you know, like go to TJ. And then I begged my mom and I'd always, I knew how to sell. I could even sell to my mom, please buy me these bags of candies because I'm going to go and then I'm going to sell them for 25 cents. And I had the whole thing. So I would sell her. Then I would go to school and sell them to my friends. And then I would do lemonade stands. But here's the thing. I would always want to outcreate what I did before. I'm like, okay, those kids did a lemonade stand, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a lemon wedge and I'm going to add a straw. I used to do things like that. And I'm, and then Leslie, I used to get a smaller cup and I was doing this, not even realizing how I was out creating what I did yesterday. If I make a smaller cup, I could sell it for five cents because it's less, but I know people are going to tip me and give me a dollar. But if I say it's 50 cents, they'll probably give me 50 cents. My brain was already starting to uh, move things around like chess that way. And then in high school, I was just always wanting to, to create. That's the best way I can describe it. I wanted to create. I wanted to create. If I wasn't creating, I was bored to death. And when I was bored, Leslie, I would create drama in my life. And I know a lot of us on this planet as humans, we create drama because we're bored, but we don't know we're bored. So we'll create stuff just like stupid stuff. I still do it till today. Like my money situations, I'll create drama with my money just so I'm, I'm entertained with my money because my credit cards are here and this It's like, what are you doing, Joanna? Because you're so bored because I can do 10 million things at once, but I was always taught Leslie not to do 10 million things focus on one thing. You should do this. And like I said, at the beginning, when you asked me, I'm like, I was always different. I can always do 10 million things. And now I've really fallen in love with that. I can do a lot of things and that I can work last minute and that I am a procrastinator and I do work better when I'm a procrastinator. So what I'm doing, Leslie, is I'm taking reality and I'm flipping it upside down. And it's like, everything is opposite. Everything is opposite. Everything is opposite. Everything is opposite. And let me tell you, when you do that, it Fs with your brain. It really does. It, it's like brain bombs. Like what? Because we're so programmed that procrastination is bad. And then when you live and go, I'm an amazing procrastinator and I'm going to rock the hell out of this. It really messes with your brain. So that's what I've been playing with. I know this is really left field, but I'm not sure if that's where you want to go. No, I love it. I'm I, I'm loving left field. I'm left-handed. <laughs> okay, so let's go there. <laughs> so, but I um, here's what I what I love about this is like, you know, I think we are told something, and so if we do it differently, even if it's working, we're questioning if I should be doing it that way, we're saying, I know I'm not supposed to do it this way. I'm not supposed to be procrastinating. And it's like, I too um, procrastinate on purpose very well. I, <laughs> right. Like I, I, um, I find that the, I know that I have to do the thing and the thing is on my mind and it, because it's on my mind, it's in there and it's percolating and it's coming up with things. And then I'm exposing myself to other things. And I'm like, okay, it's due on Tuesday. And I know for a week it's due, but I'm the life I'm living between now and when it's due, it all affects it. And so, you know, I definitely wouldn't write a 50 page paper the night before I've done that. 
it's not pleasant. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, my, my team is like the news, they want the newsletters due a week before. This is my team, right? My husband and all of them, they're very organized. They're very detailed people. So all the due dates are a week before everything. And I've told them you will get it two days before because that's when it's due to me. <laughs> And so I, I, I know that it's there, but the difference is like whether I let the procrastination stress me out or inspire. Right. And I think that what you are doing, Joanna, is that you've just been like, I'm going to question everything I was ever told is wrong. And I'm going to explore how I can make it right because I'm different. I'm, I'm Joanna and no one can be me. And so I think that's really cool. If you're listening to this, it's, you know, maybe you can't only focus on one thing at a time. That's okay, but do it if that's because you know that's what you can do and not because someone told you that. Yes. Oh, Leslie, because then we'll use the tools against us. Well, Joanna said procrastination is better. I'm like, no, no, no. What I, what I would like to say is I'm saying everything is a question. Everything is choice. Everything is choice. And when we believe that we don't have choice, then we become small. And so I'm not saying that I always procrastinate. I'm saying I ask a question and go, you know what? It feels light to procrastinate right now. And even that word feels like icky to me, but it's the best word I can use to describe the energy that I'm trying to say, right? But really what it just means is I just do it when I do it. That's, that's what it really means to me, the word procrastination. I choose to do it when I want to do it. That's it. It's almost like food. People go, what's your diet? What do you eat? And I'm like, I just eat when I'm hungry. That's it. It's real simple. I just eat. I ask my body what it wants. I eat when I'm hungry. And that's real. It's, it's really that simple, you know, and I'm not judging the hell out of a piece of food because there's just so much judgment on this planet. Like everything is a judgeable, judgeable, judgeable thing. We're going to judge this. This is right. This is wrong. This is black. This is white. This is up. This is down. This is left. This is right. It's like, oh my gosh, what if it's all of it? And my word for this year, Leslie, I have my little, my intent bracelet is the word and I've really been obsessed and like in love with this word and because and for me is abundance. I am nice and I'm a bitch. I am beautiful (laughs) and I could be really ugly. You know, I am so sweet. And sometimes I could be a fire breathing dragon, you know, and There's no right or wrong. It's all a choice, Leslie, of what's going to create more for that moment. So here's a little story. A couple days ago, I was having a little quarrel with my boyfriend and we were communicating and talking about, you know, what just happened. And I asked, what's going to create more right now? And the awareness that I got was me throwing a tantrum was going to create a lot. And I did. I threw a tantrum. I was on the phone. I was cursing. I was, I'm like, I'm pissed off. I'm so, oh, I'm just so annoyed. And I'm so, and I threw a magical tantrum. We hung up. And the next day, there was so much created out of that tantrum. But I could have looked at it and judged it and go, no, Joanna, you should not throw a tantrum or only two-year-olds throw tantrums, et cetera, et cetera. But there's no right or wrong. There was no judging on it. It was just what's going to create more. And a lot of times we judge things. Let's say, for example, because of the pandemic right now, we judge the virus. I don't want to get the virus because it's bad. And I wonder if the question is, what's going to create more right now? And sometimes I wonder if you got the virus, will it create more for you? I've known people that got the virus and they made changes in their life and it actually created more for them. Like the planet, us having this pandemic has created more for the planet in weird 
ways and crazy ways, but it's created so much. Do you get what I'm saying? But if we look at oh. it as wrong or right, what can it create? Right. And because well, you're, like, you're definitely saying like, if we look at it, this tantrum as bad and you shouldn't have a tantrum anymore, you're actually taking away the lessons that you could, that you could learn from the tantrum. So maybe, yes, you don't have to have a, as big of a tantrum next time or the have the tantrum next time, but to judge the tantrum, you discount all that you get from it. And it's true. Like, I mean, uh, there's so much interesting things about, I think people really don't don't often see how things are happening for them. And it's, it is terrible. I hate that at this point of, of recording, it's like half a million people have lost their lives to this. And, and but because of COVID, my entire business has changed in a way that is for me. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it goes back to what you were saying is choice. Um, instead of sitting back and going, oh my gosh, 60% of my business for the year is canceled. I guess I'll just teach virtually still. And I just will wait till this is over instead of taking that and, and being, I was like, well, what can I do? Like asking the question. I, and I, while you were talking about judgment, it made me think like judgment is a period and you are so like a question mark to mm-hmm. life. Like you're always questioning life. And when you judge, you put a period on it and our brains like closed loops. So they will just take that judgment in and they're like, that's it. But you were the one who like really reminded me about how amazing open loops are, which hence why I have the, I wonder on my hand, because I, it's so easy for me from the way I was raised. Um, I was not raised by entrepreneurs. I was not, no one in my family really is. And so um, having this Having this uh, open loop, I I can think about it. It's like I wonder how I'm going to do this right now. <laughs> like, oh, we can't we can't travel anymore, <laughs> so nothing we can do for this business is going to happen. Well, what can I do? And and it's funny when you just put that out there, your brain starts thinking about things. But the period on that would have just I would, I would still be in a 500 square foot apartment, <laughs> yes. probably looking at my laptop, sitting in my bed because we didn't even have a table, so there's no room. So I just really love that you. Um, you talk about judgment and you're and you're seeing the the appreciation and the positivity and the and the possibilities in all the things, whether they are in air quotes, good or bad. I think that's really cool. Leslie, I love that way that you said a period. Yeah, it's putting the end to the book if when you answer something, because our brains are not that smart. We think they are, but actually infinite intelligence has way more possibilities than what our brains can put on. And what our brains do is they put a period and they conclude. Our brain wants answers. And when we're willing to not have the answer and to have the awareness, because answers and awareness are different. And some people say intuition. And for me, the word awareness is a little more lighter. But awareness is like you knowing. Animals have awareness. Animals are the most aware on this planet. They function from awareness. Like there could be a rabbit and rabbits won't mate if they know uh, if there's going to be a like a, a drought coming. So they won't mate, right? They already can feel it. And I wonder as humans, do we have that same awareness that animals have? Like in Thailand, remember with the big tsunami back so many years ago? And so many animals went to high ground a day, days before the tsunami. That's awareness, right? Right. And I'm like, it's right. I mean, that's so cool. I am so intrigued by that. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Elephants that had been chained down, you know, in Thailand, they use elephants and uh, for, for fun anyway, but they had 
left the chains and walked away. And everybody's like, where are these animals going? That's awareness. And, I, and I'm like, so the question for me, Leslie, is how much more awareness can I have? And like I said at the beginning, I'm like, I was always so aware as a young girl, but I was pretending I wasn't. And so that's why I always kind of felt disconnected from this world because I was so aware. I'm like, I always knew stuff, but I'm like, nobody else knows this. I'm the only one. So then I thought I was the weirdo. So I, and I love this. I, I, I want to go back to this and um, because I, I too, I think I was totally thinking I wasn't aware but it's because it's not, it wasn't cool to be aware. It wasn't cool to stand out. It still isn't cool. I have a, I have a client who's, I think she's 16 now. And, you know, we're talking about something and, and, um, she said, yeah, but you know, the other kids in school don't like that, whatever it is. And I just don't want to be the only one out. And I was like, it's okay to be the only person out. And you need to know that I'm not saying this is the time you choose that don't, you know, you listen to you, but Someone needs to tell you that it's so okay to be the only person who disagrees with something because I wish I had known that. I wish I had disagreed more. I think I would have, I would have learned more from that, that, that tension um, than, than I did and just like going with the flow and like pretending I didn't know that I was aware that I had uniqueness around things, right? A unique way of thinking about things. And and um, you know, in in business, everybody who's listening is probably thinking, yeah, but someone's already doing that. They might even look at you and I and go, I want to do it. They're they're already doing it, and it's like actually, like you can do it because you're so unique. Like you can't put that away. And what you were telling that story about the lemonade, you're like, okay, well they did that, but I'm gonna have a straw and I'm gonna have a smaller cup. Like you're finding <laughs> unique ways yeah. to stand out. And so I just I think that it's I wish more girls specifically knew that it was okay to to actually like to be unique. I love that you said that, Leslie, because what came up for me is that the planet, okay, does not think that way. For example, weeds will grow and they don't go, well, I'm not going to grow because that weed is higher. Weeds just grow. Uh, Or a bird doesn't wake up in the morning and go, well, I don't feel like chirping today because that bird is chirping louder. Like the planet doesn't see that. Let's look at mother earth. Mother earth is infinite. If you look She will just keep growing and growing and growing and just, she will change. She will move and change and do whatever she needs to do in order to keep creating. But as humans, we don't do that, right? And I wonder what else is possible for us as humans to to watch the planet and go, wow. Like I just look at nature and I'm like, wow, how can I be more like that tree? And I know that might sound airy fairy, all good, but dude, they know something. Animals know something. I look at dogs and I'm like, wow, how can I be more like a dog where they're just like, whatever. They have no point of view. And that's why people love them. Right. Okay. But, and this is another thing for my parents that are listening or even, you know, non-parents, a great question to ask somebody that feels stuck. Like, you know, when you have a girlfriend, you're talking to her or whatever, and she's just stuck or your kids are stuck or your client that's 16 is stuck. A great question is, so what do you know? What do you know about this? And you'll see like people's brains are like, they're like, what do you mean? I don't, what do you mean? What do I know? What do you mean? But we're going to start to uncreate that we don't know. It's like, what do you, what do you know? I remember the first time I was asked that question and I was like, what do you mean? My logical brain was so fixated on, I wanted to, you know, punch that person that was asking me because I didn't know at that moment. I was so logically trained and I was a very good little girl. 
even though I was in my 30s when I was this, asked this question, but I was still, I'm good. Don't tell me that I know stuff because I don't know this and I need the answer and I'm paying you to give me the answer. I was very stuck on that. So I, I get it. And the more that I get curious, I'm like, yeah, what do I know here? Because Leslie, I think as, as we're young children or we're brought up, we're brought up not to know. Our parents yep. know everything. And then we grow up and we're like, our parents don't know everything. I think that's no. why as teenagers, we get pissed off. Like I was a, a 12, 13-year-old brat. I was a horrible brat. And I really look back and I'm like, what was that, Joanna? What was, what was that bratness? And I really think because I thought that my parents knew everything. They were Superman and Superwoman. And then I'm like, oh, they're human. They don't know everything. But they're still telling me what to do. So I didn't know how to, how to articulate it. So what I knew to do was to be a rebel back and roll my eyes and give attitude. But it was because I knew that I knew stuff, but everybody's looking at me like I don't. You're a child. You're dumb. Be quiet. Find the answers. I mean, I feel like that's one of the definitions of going crazy. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. I feel like that's like, I love this observation. I'm sure there's like a child therapist out there going, huh, <laughs> we might've just solved oh, all yes. teenage angst. <laughs> That's simple. I know. But, you know, you're, I I, want to go back to that word curiosity because I, Jen, I remember wanting to make changes happen in my business and pretending like I didn't know and like thinking, okay, if I just buy this next course, then I'm going (laughs) to learn the thing. And then being so disappointed (laughs) in the course because I'm like, I did that already. Like I did it and it didn't work. And and I wasted my money. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, and, um, and I, I mean, I, I remember I was even in a mastermind and everyone was like giving me my own advice back on how to make more time. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, I know that. That's the advice I have in my course, but it, it's not, I, I can't do that right now. And then, um, and then I, and then I was like, I think I got a super frustrated. The fact, you know, you get frustrated enough. You're going to figure it out. Cause you're like, I'm so tired of being in this frustration. I'm choosing to live in it. So let's figure this out. But um, I don't know when it was that I was like, I heard being more curious or the word curiosity again, it's not like it goes away, but you kind of just become aware of it. And I'm like, I need to be a little bit more curious. What if I don't know? You know, what if I, what if I, what if I don't like, what if it isn't this answer? What if it's another thing? And, and, and using those awareness, um, like talents. And I remember hearing like, um, you know, if you can be the thing that you want to be, what would that thing, what would that person do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what would I do if I was already where I wanted to be yep. and making changes? And that is when, I mean, it is not abundance. It wasn't like endless things, but it was enough ideas that my brain didn't know. And it's like, oh, look what I do know. Look what I yeah. do know about that. And I just got stuck on that. And so I really, I really love that you talked about Joanna, like curiosity and, and, um, and, and coming out with these questions. Cause I really, I think that we, we pretend people don't know enough. So we tell them they don't know enough. Then they believe that they don't know enough and then they're stuck. And then they go back to the people who still told them they don't know enough. And so, um, I think as, as, as listeners, like who, who do who you know that needs that question? Who do you know in your life that needs to be asked? Like, so what do you know right now? What do you know? I, I, I would, I would challenge everyone to go do that. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T 
P-O-D. Now back to the show. I want to check because I I'm in love with something that you um, you did with a friend and it's and can you tell us about the remember when? Yeah, there's this game that I play. I have some girlfriends that know it, and it's called Remember When. And we'll just sit there and we'll just drink coffee or, or sometimes just some wine, and we just say Remember When, and we talk about things in the past as if they've already happened. So last summer, I was sitting at the park with a girlfriend. We're like, hey, remember when you're at my wedding? She's like, oh, my gosh. And we will give details. Remember when I made that toast? And then I fell on my dress and we just start laughing. We will tell the most detailed stories. Oh, my gosh. Remember when we went to Vegas and we had that phenomenal bachelorette party? And then we got free food and we didn't have to pay for anything that whole night. And then she'll come in and go, yeah, remember when we took that helicopter? We will go on and on. Remember when that guy, he came and he just spoiled the heck out of me. Another thing we do is we'll send texts to each other and we'll say, um, why are men so great to me? Why do men treat me like queens? Why do men buy me whatever? Like just on and on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why? Why is it? And then the universe will show you why men are so good to you. Or you could say, why are my clients just giving me so much money because of nothing? And then she'll text me. Yeah. Why are they? And so we're already thinking and asking a question of true curiosity and as if it already happened. And so find somebody out there that you could play this game with because not everybody will get it. Right. And the ones that do get it, text message, uh, have a little session, a little zoom session, get together. I really, truly, it's so fun and make a game like little kids play Leslie, right? Yeah. This is, this is, um, mind blowing is not the right word, but like it makes me giddy because I meet so many people, you know, the typical goals coaching thing is to like think about your future 10 years out, five years out. And so many people, if you're stuck, like I get it, you cannot think out that far. You're like, no. I, I, I'm not paying the bills today. I cannot think out that far. You don't think big enough. Uh-huh. And what I love about this is it's playful and it's fun. And because of that, you're willing to go into those big places that you're like your true soul wants to have. And it's going to give you insight of like where you really want to go because jokes are all half truths, right? Or they're true. Like they're like, yes. you know, so like that's what's really fun for me. Yeah. And I, I mean, with technology, what a fun game on Marco Polo where like, oh, yeah. not, they don't pay for this ad, but like <laughs> this little spot, but like, <laughs> I just love like, you could be on your work day and instead of having to wait for your friend to actually be free, you could video them and go, okay, remember when? I met the man of my dreams and now we're together. Like, and then they can come back and they, and it's just this conversation that keeps on going. And what it, what I, it comes back to, um, the whole asking your brain questions because it's like open loops. We see evidence for which we believe to be true and thoughts become facts, right? So they become beliefs. And so you're putting out into the universe something that you want to be true. And then you start looking for that evidence yes. instead of texting the friend, like we all have done, like, Ugh, why is everyone such a flake to me? And so then you only see flakes. <laughs> yes. Because we want to be right. Let's get real. Everything we will do, Leslie, so that we can be right. <sighs> Just the other day, I went to this chiropractor and It's a long story, but one of the things in order to get to this chiropractor was I was fighting myself not to go. So what happened was the girl at the front had my email wrong. They messed up the times I was supposed to be there. Like all these things were happening to make me right 
so I didn't have to go. Do you get what I'm saying? And oh I was I was that horrible client. There, I know they were already talking about me because when I came in, he's a healer, right? And he said, Joanna, you need to let stuff go. He's like, you were already being difficult to book you here for this, for this um, appointment. And then everything in my body, Leslie, wanted to defend why I was difficult to book that appointment. And again, because I wanted to be right. And it's been bugging me ever since. And I'm like, Joanna, what is that? What is it that you want to be right? What is the lie here? There's a lie here. And the lie is not him. The lie is that I always have to be right. And it doesn't matter what's going to happen regardless. You know, so anyway, we will create stuff. Like you said, we will find the evidence to make us right. And I was finding evidence not to go to this appointment, even though it was the best thing for me, but I was fighting it. Right. And well, and then because what we want to say, Leslie, is see, I told you, see, I told you I was that that guy was a jerk. See, I told you I shouldn't have gone to that chiropractor. Right. Oh, my God. I love the story because I then I thought of like four different times in my life where I've definitely not wanted to do something. I'm like, and their Zoom link is wrong. And yeah. this is wrong. And now they're wasting my time. And I told you. <laughs> and it's like, and it's so funny because if you can take a moment just to like, okay, I'm I'm here now, like for whatever reason, this is happening for me. Yeah. What can I learn from this? When I can have the awareness to do it, I'm always yeah. shocked and surprised. And some of my favorite people in life are from like things that I like, like literally fought like a two-year-old to not do. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I can never tell them. <laughs> Isn't that interesting, Leslie? Even this new doctor, he's like my favorite person now on this planet. But man, it took me a year and a half to book this appointment, Leslie, because I was thinking about it. And then I was like going through again, the, the loop that you said, the period, I was like, no, 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 no. Finally, I book it and everything. And it wasn't because I could have used the tools against me, Leslie. I could have said, see, it's not meant to be. I shouldn't go. Right. And we do that to ourselves. Remember I said, mm-hmm. we let's flip everything upside down. Yep. So a lot of times in the metaphysical world, in the spiritual world, we'll say, see, it's not meant to be. I shouldn't go to this, which I call BS. We're, tr- we're, mm-hmm. we're creating this. I was creating this drama not to go because it was more pricey. This is, this guy is not cheap. Right. So my logical brain was like, how can I get out of this? How can I outcreate this? Because I don't really want to spend the money. And that was the truth. That was the lie. The lie I was telling myself was the money part, but I was telling myself that it was about him and the front desk girl. So that was the lie. And so I wanted to make myself right. Anyway, so that, I mean, that's it's, a whole uh, thing. There's so many, there's so many things in there that I, generally, I'm like, oh my God, we could talk about for hours because um, I, I think it's so funny what we will say when it's just to avoid the truth, which is like, there's probably fear and like, what are you going to find out? You know, but like, I, um, I try, I, I try to be very aware of like the top five fears that are out there. And like, I'm like, which one am I, which one am I dwelling right now? Because like, Ooh. you know, like that is, um, on, on a good day, you know, like we all have days where we're like, I'm leaning into this fear so hard. I'm just going <laughs> to enjoy <laughs> wallowing in it. But, um, <laughs> but it, it's, um, it's, it's just something that, um, it's so important that everyone hears this from women like yourself, from me, but but people who are going every day after their dreams, like the honesty about it. But you said something about obstacles and it's true. I would hear people say, oh, it's a sign. Mm-hmm. Like this is a sign. And I... I want, I want to say that I like loved believing in signs and I do think there are signs, but I think we, we look for signs for which we want 
to see the signs for. So you can't, you can't believe all the signs you see because you are looking for evidence to prove yourself right. And whatever your self is showing up, like it might be the self that is like, like, like telling you you're not going to make it. And you're like, Oh, look at this sign or like that thing's not going to work. I could have seen COVID as the sign that like, like this isn't going to work. And instead I'm like, I, I just was like, okay, how is this happening for me? What have I been asking for? Oh, I've been asking for time. I've been asking for time. Okay. So next time, more specific, I would like more time where the rest of the world doesn't suffer. That would be awesome. So next time I'll be more specific. I would (laughs) like to have more time and a (laughs) runway of income, (laughs) but what did I want to have more time for? Okay. This. And so it's, so I think obstacles are actually not signs at all. They are, they show me how much I want to fight for something. If I'm willing to like take out that obstacle, then I must really want it. And if I take that obstacle as, oh, that's it. That's as far as we go. Well, then I didn't want it enough. And like, at least you're finding out now, like good, like it's good to know sooner before you like invest more time into it. Right. Damn, Leslie, this is good. I'm even like, whoever's listening right now, play this on repeat because this is good. Good I feel like we're listening to this myself when I need to remember. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. This, yeah. Because we will use the tools against us. I see it all the yeah. time. Joanna, this feels heavy. So I'm not going to choose it just because it feels heavy. Like when it doesn't feel good, uh, like, no, no, no. What's the lie here? There's a lie that you're telling yourself of that's the truth. That's a great question. What's the lie here? Now, now that one's like a whole other question because our brain's like, what do you mean? What's the lie? What's the lie? What's the lie? Don't worry about it. It will show up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. The, what's oh, going on there's, here? there's, it's just so, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I, um, I mean, obviously we can talk for hours, so we'll have to do this again. Um, for, for many reasons. So if you are listening, you have more questions you want us to take on in life, let us know, drop it in my comments and I'll, I'll make sure that we, we address it on another talk because I mean, we could almost have our own panel and yes, (laughs) yes. I'm dreaming up something right now. Wouldn't it be cool if we had a panel of (laughs) like conscious conversations? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. taking things that are out there and just flipping them and making them different. Because I think right now the conversations we're having um, are limiting. They're great. And what else can we create? I think they yeah. still have a cap right now mo- of most of the conversations that are being created. Yeah. I love that. I, um, before I, before I met, uh, Brad, um, I was like in this limbo of life. I had left my ex and I was, there was a homeless period, which was not my first time being homeless. So that's a whole other story. All but um, I had one of my clients paid for me to have like a birth chart reader. And let me tell you, like part of me was like, you spent how much on this person instead of like giving me the money? (laughs) 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 I'm I'm, I'm literally living on my credit cards. Um, (laughs) But I, I went to listen to, I listened to this person tell him we had an hour and he said, "Um, I'm looking at your chart and I just want you to know you've gone as far as you can by yourself. Wow. You cannot, there's you, you can do things on your own. You are powerful enough to do things on your own, but you will, what you, what you have achieved to this point, this is, this is the life you will be living if you decide to go things alone. And so he's like, what opportunities do you have to partner up with people? I'm not saying you partner up in business, but what opportunities do you have? And so that's when I like had a dating blog with a friend and I had, I started doing um, all these different, anything I could partner up and like going to art places, like just not going alone. Right. And I'm an outgoing introvert. You also, it's like super easy for me to go things alone. (laughs) 
<laughs> Somebody, I was listening to a podcast today where they go, well, she's a high functioning introvert. And I'm like, oh, what's an interesting way of putting it? Yes, that's me. Yes. <laughs> that is me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was like, I took that and I was like, okay, so I'm actually limiting myself by not being open and aware. And so, um, and so I know I'm on this journey where I'm meeting these amazing women, someone like you, I can go, oh, this is why I was supposed to, because if I had just tried to do this all on my own, I wouldn't have joined a mastermind. I wouldn't have partnered. I definitely would not have like let my husband help me <laughs> with my business. Like, no, I can do it alone. And, yeah. and it's just so it's, it's important for us to like continue to ask questions, but like, where are we holding ourselves back? What are we doing that limits ourselves? I love you. I love these questions that you have put into our minds today. Leslie, I got that. Like I heard it right now. Oh my gosh. I have the goosebumps. I received from what you just said, I heard Joanna. Oh my gosh. How can you partner up? You've hit how much you've done by yourself. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I really appreciate that because I heard it. Wow. Oh, and now I have chills and I'm about to cry. So we're going to do this. Remember when, (laughs) remember when we had this amazing women's panel and we brought all these women together and we talked about how they um, could turn things on their heads and find something in in where they see a period and actually put a question mark on it. (laughs) And Leslie, remember when Oprah reached out to us and she wanted us on her super soul. Now I cried when Oprah reached out. That was so much fun. I know because we also just say we're so busy actually. So can we do it on a different day and Oprah was like, yeah, I have to move my schedule around for you. Because <laughs> Oprah knew we were that amazing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So um, Joanna, this will not be our last time chatting into the ears of people, but where can people find you um, now If because they're going to want to like just learn so much from you and absorb as much as they can? Mm-hmm. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm at Joanna Vargas Official and I do free 30-day challenges and I go live every day. And Leslie, I'm going live every day for the full year. And every month is a different challenge. And I really got the awareness because one of the questions was, what can I create this year? What can I do? And I got the awareness to, in order for me to shift, Leslie, I got to do this for a full year. Like And like how you just said, you're limiting yourself by doing it by yourself. What I received was, Joanna, you're limiting yourself by doing it for a month. If you do it for a year, this gonna this is gonna stretch the hell out of you. Okay, I um I can't wait. I um I see because here's the thing: I'm on my phone in the morning when you go live. And I, you see it. I see, Every I night see night. you go live. Joanna's live. I, like there she is again. I see, I say the day twenty six journal is, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh and this is me. I'm like, I'm gonna wait till the next one. I want to start at the beginning, <laughs> which is so dumb. So tomorrow, I'm just gonna start with you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So y'all, um, please follow Joanna at Joanna Vargas official on Instagram. Tell her how much you love her um, and what you got from this. If you can screenshot this podcast and you can tag us on Instagram um, and let us know what you got from it. We would love to hear because I, I know that it, it, it just takes a word that brings it to your attention that can change and pivot and and put you on a trajectory that you that you were supposed to be on this whole time. So if we did that, we want to hear about it so we could just congratulate you and cheer you on. Like that's all. We just want to like give you a high five virtually. So um thank you for being here. I love you. I really really love you. And Leslie, I'd like to acknowledge you because you're one of those people in my life now that I can really um create with. And I'm excited to see what's going to be created. And to everybody listening, I want to acknowledge you for having a new possibility. Like something shifted in our conversation today. And I want to acknowledge us for that. I know. I know. There's something really big about to happen. 
Yeah. Another big thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. I can thank you. It. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Thank, mm. you. thank you. Thanks, everybody. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.